welcome welcome all right guys welcome 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 to church folks be, be talking the lunch notes the lunch notes. happy lunch notes sir edition the lunch note edition look at that the merch we got there oh ooh. merge it right there mm -hmm. yikes dang yeah. Take a sip Church folks, be talking. All right, guys, welcome to our, our lunch note. Sometimes you never know what we have in here. What's well, like like the Capital One says? What's in your wallet? What's in your what's in your what's, <laughs> what's in, your, in cup? your wallet? What's in your cup? What in your coffee? <laughs> or what's in your cup? Right. All <laughs> right, uh, uh, welcome, guys. Welcome. Guys, this is a, welcome. another episode of Lunch Note. We are excited that you are here. My name is Pastor P, and they call me Dr. P as well. Either way you call me, I'm still the P. This is my beautiful wife, Dr. Frankie Bennett. Graham Brown is in the house. She looks so good today. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you, She's y'all. looking so dressed down. I don't know why. It's the okay, y'all. You know, every day ain't Sunday, right? Every day ain't Sunday. So we, we're coming to you live um, with, with the sweats gear and Pastor P got his arm, his bulging biceps out. <laughs> I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to get I'm there. Trying to get, oh, I'm, trying there? To get there. I'm trying to get uh, there. I'm trying to get there. Trying to outdo me, y'all. I'm coming right. for you. <laughs> Welcome to the gun show. But we are here. We are here. It's another beautiful day. It's another beautiful day. We did uh, almost seven miles walking today. We had a great time. We had a great Enjoying time. Just reflecting, talking. This is our time that we spend with each other. Friday is our day. Friday is our day. So welcome to this lunch note. Today we're talking about, can Christians listen to secular music? And what type of secular music are we talking about too? And right? we're going to break that down. The we're difference break between um, un-Christian music and non-Christian music. Right. But first, we're going to start you off with the quotes with the quotes all right this one comes from john mark comer in his book live no lies writes mm -hmm. if you sow a thought you reap an action if you reap an action you reap another action sow several actions and you will reap a character sow a character you reap a destiny either in slavery to the flesh or freedom of the spirit Amen. And that is so true. Because the Bible said, be careful what you weep. What you sow is what you weep. Excuse me. Right. So we're going to talk about gospel music versus secular music. Is well, yeah. every secular music evil, unchristian for a Christian to listen to? I beg to differ. Right? I would say you, you went straight. You did a hard turn for the evil part. But some, some music, let's be honest, it really is. Right. We just don't want to admit it, right, um, for that. So today we're going to talk a little bit about the benefits, the pros and the cons of both. And just stand in why it's okay, to an extent, for Christians to not only guard their heart, but I would say guard their ears on what they hear. And you're going to hear it from, I guess, two different sides, really. I'm going to be team secular music for today, but not all the way, because I love, well, when we get there, I love, I love me some good gospel. I love me some and good I, I love music. me some good secular music as but well. But he is going to be team gospel gospel and christian Ten music. contemporary christian right i would say you don't really listen to gospel 
I do listen to gospel. Listen to not like Fred Hammond, often. Marvin Sapp. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, you know. I retract yeah. that you say, statement. You better so retract true. that. You you're better so retract true. that. I was going to say, you're more of a Christian. I'm versatile in artist. my music. I'm versatile. You're versatile in, in your Christian music. No, even secular music. I asked too. Zola today, our oldest daughter, I said, What kind of music, if you would think about it, what kind of music does mom and dad listen to when you're hanging around us? And she's, <laughs> she said that I am primarily a an Afrobeats. Uh, listener and I love R&B you know like Solange and different things like that she was like that's more your speed but you listen to like Mav City music and you love like 10 Doors Down and um, all those other good uh, was it Christian artists but it was primarily the pop and R&B for me and I said well what does daddy listen to and she's like well daddy's always listening to Christian music in the car um, he'll listen to oh my god what did she say um, Elevation Worship was your thing she was like, right. Elevation Worship. She was like, if Tony Evans had an album, you would listen to that as well. <laughs> so would you wait on Tony Evans and get that, get that an EP out? Um, and so definitely she can tell the differences. I see a lot of um, memes sometimes go on in uh, That's a Instagram. I think we bring um, yeah. both worlds together. I agree. I agree. Yeah. That's what I was saying. I see a few memes on Instagram and they talk about parents and different parents in the car mm -hmm. and how the one dad will be in the car with this kid and son and they're listening to rap and stuff. And then as soon as the mom comes in, everyone's like worshiping back and forth in the car. And I was like, that's totally us, but the opposite. But the opposite. Yeah. But we bring a balance to it. We bring a balance to it. You have to. It. You have to. Because sometimes, you know, we can be so over-spiritual. And sometimes we kind of ignore that there's such thing as good secular music out yeah. there. You know, yes, romance and music. You hear that? What's the guy? Ted? Come on. Get to this decade. Turn Teddy off the lights. Let's go. You know he's 50 plus. And light the candle. I don't know. What do you light the candle for? You turn the lights. You know, you're getting some next, action on. Next. But... <laughs> <laughs> but, but, there anyway, is, there, there, but anyway, because it talks about love. It's that's about one of the love. things that's, that's that, the difference right. between unchristian right. music and non-Christian music is that one versus the other. Let me break that down while we're, while we're in here. So there's uh, two types of music, and the question is, can Christians listen to secular music? Yes and no. Um, I, I must preface that by saying we can't really consume all forms of music. You know, sometimes you just your 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 spirit knows that's too much for me. That's right. too much. My ears are bleeding. Turn it off automatically. But you really have to gauge that for yourself. And I think that also comes along with my favorite word phrase: Christian maturity. Right, Christian maturity. When I right. was in my twenties, honey. When I was in my sixth, my first, my nephew did a little poll on uh, Insta, Facebook. He was like, "What was your very first album that you got?" And I was just like, "Oh, let me go back." My very my very first album, oh, that you bought for yourself, of course. My very first album was a, a CD of a Christmas, uh, like baby face, little face Christmas. But my very first album that I bought myself was a cassette tape oh of goodness. Snoop Doggy Dogg's Doggy Style. And I was 16, 17, maybe lesser, maybe younger than that. Doggy I style. had no, no, I probably was in eighth grade. I had no business. Listen to that type of listening, music. But I could repeat every, every single word. And if it comes on now, I'm still like, blah, 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 blah. But I'd be like, oof. Catch yourself there, I was right? like, why am I singing that? But you know, I, I, yeah, I remember. You, one of the key things you're saying is Christian maturity. Mm -hmm. And I, I listen, you know, we we come from the world. We're born into the world. Yeah. And we are adapted to the things of the world, inundated. 
And growing up, I, you know, reggae, I'm from Jamaica. I love some good reggae, dancehall, and all that stuff, you know. Anyway, I'm gonna get into it, but you're gonna get the idea. When right. we were dating, we actually went to like club venues. Remember, we used yeah. to go like dance hall, dance hall. Um, clubs and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. we, re we really got it in. We got it in. But you know, I remember when She's I became a up. Christian. She's the table. Yeah, sorry. I remember when I became a Christian and uh, at the seminary. Oof. And I remember when I was trying to pray, you know, I would hear a lot of Bob Marley music come back to my mind. And I told myself, you know, I need to start to listen to gospel music. I never liked gospel music. What age was I, this? Oh, man, that's my, in my early 20s. Oh. Uh, yeah, my early huh. 20s. And I never liked gospel music. Yeah. Uh, gospel rap, never like it. But no, I love them. I love them. But the point is, is that I began to... Get your hands off the table. I began to train my, my mind, my spirit to you know to be disciplined in the things of god yeah you definitely have to i, right. I think it's something that you have to i don't want to say force yourself to do um because it, like healthy eating you have to really commit to doing it it's a commitment um, right it's but a, your body loves things that you shouldn't have right like bad food so your body's going to love the things that you shouldn't listen to right like inappropriate music so what do you think um uh those music you think that we should be more aware of those music yeah. and I have more self-awareness and be conscious about those music and well let, let's go over the difference between unchristian music and non-christian music right. I think that'll really give us a better idea of what our listening ears should should gravitate to so unchristian music is music that conveys a direct message that is in opposition to anything or the ethics of the bible um something uh, music that goes against maybe um Fidelity in your marriage, music that goes against women um, not glorifying their bodies in the right way, maybe men disrespecting women, all that goes against the teachings of the Bible, the morality of the Bible. So that's unchristian music. And then you have non-Christian music, which is music that conveys a message uh, that the Bible will not oppose. And in some ways, the Bible teaches. So, you know, jazz music, classical music. A little, even a little bit of rock and roll, just music that doesn't really veer off of the teachings of the Bible, right? So you can listen to, I mean, Star Spangled Banners, non-Christian well, music, but right? But you mentioned so jazz, jazz music was a, it's a culture at that time, and but African America would come together, you know, it right. was a place where people would come and just to relieve their stress, their mind, and just engulf. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's a cultural thing. I agree. I you agree. Know? So it's not, you know, jazz music is not, it's not an evil. I think it's, I think no, it's No, I didn't awesome. say it was evil. No, I, I didn't no, I'm say saying it's, it's evil. It's just non-Christian. It doesn't it's even have a, it's a non-denominational right. church, right? But it's not one or the other. Or the other. It just but, kind of falls in the middle. Right. And there are those songs that we have to be very mindful. You know, Jesus says something in the gospel that be careful what you what you hear because mm -hmm. the same measure that you take in the same thing come out of you so right. the more you put into your system is more that's going to come out of you mm -hmm. right so when i like i said before when i became a christian you know i have to put more of the gospel music into me mm -hmm. to prepare my my spiritual growth my spiritual development and to also to renew my mind you know to change my 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 total disposition i'm coming yeah. from but they were, I had to admit that when I became a Christian, I got rid of Bob Marley music. And one of the reasons why I got, no, I still listen to it though. Um, I, when I run, 
mm -hmm. I listen to it. But there are there are, there are concrete message in Bob Marley music that we cannot deny or ignore. Yeah. But as I began to mature enough in my in my walk with God, mm -hmm. I began to go back to some of those Bob Marley music and see some of the cultural relevancy and to see the message that it has for even today, mm -hmm. right? So we cannot yeah. divorce those type of music. No. Now granted, there are, there are some music in Bob Marley that I totally disagree. And there's one where he said that, um, a pirate, their rabbi, sold out to the emergency. And they said, believe in this gospel that there's a God from high and it's a lie. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying it right, but you kind of get the gist of what I'm saying. I, I, I disagree with him. And I understand where what this position is coming from. Yeah. I understand that. And if you understand that the cultural disposition, then you can make the difference and understand where that, that narrative is coming from. Are you hot? Now I'm the sweat coming from walking, I tell you. We walked two hours ago. Yeah. I'm sweating because you're hot. No, I'm not hot, actually. Not hot. We might take a pause. And take get a that, pause. Let me get that fan. Can we and do fan. that? Do you want to pause it and take pause. the fan? Pause. Man, I'm so hot. Oh man, it's over there. Just put it like right there. No, you're not. It's gonna be right near. It's gonna be right on your mic. Do we have to change the um, gain? I don't want to do that. No, you don't have to. So it's feel like what we're talking about, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, so, it so is, here's my question. Yes. Um, what what kind of music do you listen to when you work out? Wow, you know, I listen to a lot of gospel um, workout music. They have gospel workout music. Yeah, they do actually for workout. You know, um, okay. it's like you know, workout. Just pick that and they just select it for you. What kind of music do you listen to to get motivated? Oh man, you know, I have recently changed my my genre of music, and I believe what you call it DM, DMC, what do you call it? I value music. EDM. EDM, right, thank you, EDM. My niece there knows all about that. Yeah, EDM. and um, I love it, actually. Oh, man, it got me pumping. I'm, I'm in He's like, mm, 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 Yeah, it's really good. So you have some intense. great um, gospel. I, I, I like to think intense. about it. You have the different type of genre of music 
for every category, right? right. But as I said, is the, the the purpose of gospel music is not just so much to entertain us, not to make us feel as good. You know, mm -hmm. the centralization of that is that Christ is the center of why we listen to gospel music because he's the center of our worship. But it does make you feel good. But it does make you feel good. That's and that's, that's and that's the positive good. part about it, right? So there are those songs, and if, if, if I may say also, there are some Christian songs that can be questionable, right? And you, you find that, you know, um, in how the older generation may not like certain gospel music today, our genre of gospel music, right? Some say, for example, Christian rock. Some, some, some have compared Christian rock. To be secular, to um, secular um, music. Me some Christian rock, some Mercy Me, or yeah. some uh, Ooh for King and Country. Ooh. Right. So, I but the that. thing about it is that the, the the beauty. One of the things that we gotta understand is that the purpose of music. You know, we, we, no, the, the difference between praise and worship. You now, worship you are engulfed into what you are doing. Mm -hmm. It takes. That's why sometimes you see those. Young folks with rock and roll music, they become so. It's like they. They get transported. They exactly. I mean, music, the word I want to use. I want to use a correct word here. Music. It's like they is, they engulf right into it. Uh, they take over their spirit, their body. Yeah. yeah. Right. They become. And I think that's. I think that can happen with any type of music. Any type of if music. It's done well. If right. It's done well. Um, so, the, and the thing that you know, okay. Satan was the worshiper. He was the lead man of the choir. You know, he was a conductor. He was the man, right? And, but music is a very powerful entity. I'm sorry, go ahead. I mean, I'm, this, I'm, this is your world. I'm just living in it. Because you were, you were really going in. Um, <laughs> and I was like, I thought I was going to have a whole lot to say. Um, Roy Ayers who was just the greatest xylophone player mm. and just musician. I listened to him all the time. Uh, said the true beauty of music is that it connects people. It carries a message and we as the musicians are its messengers. And I think that's so true um, about music because you can, music unites people. Even if you have moral disagreements or arguments, you can come together off of one song and be so like, true. oh, we, so we're, we're cool. So I like you because you like this song, right? Right, right? Or you can find your tribe, you can find your people just because they enjoy a particular type of music. Um, and I think for me, when I think about like my music story and what that is, I've always grown up listening to music. That's just... That's just in me, right? That's just me and uh, my oldest daughter, Zola, we were joking yesterday. And I was saying, uh, we were talking about this and preparing for the lesson. And she was like, Mom, you and music, it's like in your bone marrow. She's like, it's in your fallopian tubes. It's like all through your veins. And I was like, it is. And it it gets so hard sometimes to, to separate that. Because I, I thought when we when you were going past, I was like, okay, I got to stop listening to this music. And I really, really struggled with that because I didn't want people to think that I was unholy or that I wasn't an appropriate pastor's wife because I still like listening to Too Short, right? I don't. Too Short's way too much for me. But you hear what I'm Quick saying. correction. Maybe Master P. You know, I'm, a, I'm a light rap art. I like the light stuff, right? Right. But even, even though that is... Um, 
I enjoy healthy balance, but like I said, I remember the first gospel music, first taste of gospel I ever had was my mom cleaning up the house on Saturday or Sunday morning, listening to Aretha Franklin's album, One Faith, One God, One Baptism. And I remember so vividly the album cover. And I was like, what is this we're listening to, mm -hmm. right? Because we went to Methodist Church and they had good music, but it didn't sound nothing like Aretha. And I was like, what is this? And she was like, this is, you know, here, this is gospel music. And that was my first introduction to that. Um, clearly, I still bought that Snoop Dogg tape <laughs> years later. Yeah, you um, about the dog is stopped. But it was, <laughs> look, don't you, don't you complain about it. But all I'm saying is that um, wow, 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 wow. I was born like I was born in '79, <laughs> and so we, we were raised in, in, I would argue, the best years of hip hop. We're celebrating this year 50 years of hip hop. You know, it actually started August 11th, 1973. I'm not gonna get that right. I wrote it down somewhere. Um, 1973. Where? Well, well, in the Bronx. In the Bronx. Book it down, Bronx. And so, just imagine me coming here. I was like, oh my God, the love for hip hop is so strong. Then we come here. I felt like the movie Brown Sugar, where they were always talking about hip hop and things like that. But um, there's so much. I love different kinds of music, like you said. I wow. love wham. I love uh, jazz. That's my my first genre. And then I love hip hop. I love everything. Um, and so sometimes it gets really hard because when I listen to the music now, my ears are burning. I'm like, what is this? This isn't even really good well, music. Well, and, and that's beat, what I want to say about it. The beat goes hard, right, right, that's but what then I'm after the beat drops, I'm just like, but, you know, where's the substance? The genre music has changed mm -hmm. over the decade, right? Well, yeah. I mean, because it's, it's evolution. See, it, it evolves. It evolves. I'm not wrong with it being evolved, but sometimes it evolves in, 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 the, in the wrong direction. Because we think about hip-hop reaction to, it's as a reaction to our cultural oppression and so what's going on yeah. he was speaking to the culture and what's going on in black uh, black community yeah black and brown community the but message now the message was, was strong about that. but now all of a sudden you have gangster rap and everything else well, you have that rap genre. Was 90s, so we're well, yeah in the 90s i understand that but you see the different type of genre in the dress and now oh, music today has rap. been really like nwa really has not been what it's supposed to be right and now there are those music out there, but here's the thing about it: Do you think? Mm -hmm. and, and and I really struggle with this, mm -hmm. right? We have different type of Christian artists who, who who call, uh, collaborate with secular artists, right? Who, you know whose music is very um, erotic. Who are you thinking about? Um, for example, I I would no, I'm not name no name. Okay. But what I would say is that you have several. Um, Christian artists collaborate with certain secular artists yeah. and who, you know, they, their disposition is totally opposite from what the Bible said not to do. Well, I think, and I think when those artists collaborate, it's really more so on the terms of the Christian artists. I've never heard, and, and a, I've never heard a collaboration from where, a secular to a Christian. Right, but I'm saying when they do that, I've never heard a collaboration like that where it's like, and if, if, you know, they're not going in cursing like they would alone. So they really bow down to the authority of the Christian artist versus the other But then again, but the question is now... But then the question God, is, why would you associate why yourself you associate? with that? Because sinners 
Jesus hung out with sinners. You no, can't separate yourself. I, yeah, we know that right? Jesus ain't going to sing them. I think what it is, though, is because. But they want to have a larger reach. Right. No, I think what it is because the secular artists have more algorithm, so to speak. People who listen they to have them. a larger reach. A lot of reach. Larger And audience. because of their popularity. Of course. That's it. You know, they anything. align themselves. But should you align yourself with that purpose? I think it depends on what the outcome of the material is that you're creating. You know? Um, so when, love, so my love question love is, Lecrae, is when right? do we and cross the, the line? There have to be a demarcation where, okay, mm. enough is enough. Because remember, you remember the Grammy Award when the Elevation Music um, yeah, transfer I don't, I don't and stuff like that? that with and Sam that become a big, that. a big problem? Yeah. I think that, I don't even know the totality of it, but I think that was a hard mark. That, that should be a hard line. Because the guy like, who share, came on... Don't share right. a stage if we're getting an award and he's dressed up like Satan. Right. And you're a gospel And artist. the same guy like, who's bossing Christianity, right, and you come back and stand the same platform. Yeah. It, it's problematic at the same time, but, but at the same time... Let's be honest. Some Christian artists say they are, but, but they do doing, They do. I mean, we've, we've heard back and forth about um, what happens in the behind the scenes at the Stellar Awards, right? Oh my right? God, yes. Um, people doing stuff quite ungodly. Ungodly. And um, these are, these are Christian gospel artists. That has nothing to artists. do with what their material is that they're kicking right. out. So again, it all falls down to the business and what's in their heart, right? So music has become more a business than glorification. Well, it's always been a business. It's always been a business, but we we do it for the reason well, of... And, yeah, and also it's the same thing where pastors get into preaching for the money they don't get in it to save souls exactly, for christ right. so of course i don't they thinking you know i'm not hard i'm not going to be a hood rapper but i'm gonna be a gospel rapper but i'm still not living those values but but you know when you have um which is deceptive because then we listen to those ears you know the right. bible says um as a man thinks in his heart so, so is, is he, he. not only that too but the bible also teaches us that we got to be very mindful because if you have these um, these so-called gospel artists out there who align themselves with those unholy um, artists, mm -hmm. for younger Christian who are babe, who are young, yeah. it, it portrays to them that it's okay for them to listen to it, right? So there's no fine line. So if, if they're doing it, it's okay. So it's sending a, a wrong message. Yeah. And the Bible tells us that we have to be very mindful of those impressionable minds of yeah. young Christians who are immature. So I, we in, even even just Christians in general. Um, you know, there's oftentimes when I'm in the car, I'm driving down the street, bumping whatever good music and then whoever I'm picking up, I'm mindful about their heart. You know, I'm mindful about their ears. And so I turn but, off what I'm listening to. But at that, that, that time to right. what they would prefer. Right? That time when you are coming in the car and you listen to certain gospel uh, secular music and on the radio and we see when that song comes on and did a lot of cursing i've seen you many times turn yeah on the, on, the, on the radio it's just trash it's just, just trash, trash. you just turn it off immediately yeah. and that's the reaction that we should have right yeah but i remember when, when i was in high school even before i became a christian i used to listen to a lot of you know death with my wife not to say but i used to do the rock and roll music too i like that rock and roll Genre, and I said Death Leopard. Death. I used to listen to Death Leopard. I see, right? I've heard about it. Even though I'm a reggae guy, I used to listen. Listen, I like all genre of music. I mean, I do too. I do too. I listen to that. But the thing about it is that music was a comfort place for me. 
-hmm. Because there are times when I will come home from school and I would lay down and put my headphone on and plug it in. No, whole school. Yep. Headphones to have, right. And just turn on the music and just lay down. There are moments where I would lay on the ground for four hours straight, just listen to music. Yeah. Because I'll be so rapture. It's as if I'm in it. It's like I'm the artist who's singing. Right? It takes you to a place. In golf, right. Um, the, the favorite part about music for me is that it carries so many memories. And that's one of the reasons why I really struggle to go one way or the other. Um, to this day, in high school, my favorite group, me and my pal's favorite group, was 112. Okay? You couldn't tell me nothing. We had every CD. every We went to every concert. We saw them live. I used to have my CD. I had my CD signed by them live. Um, and we were we were probably borderline obsessed, if I'm honest. Even till this day, um, when we hear like a snippet or we, see, we used to see like number 112 we were like hey god you know we go crazy about it um because they were really a good artist i really enjoyed their music but the thing is that holds a memory for me and so if i hear a certain song or if i hear a jodeci song if i hear something r&b i immediately go to my text to my phone and i text my girlfriends guess what i heard you remember when we did this remember when this and this happened and so a lot of times, a lot of the music for me is tied to a memory. Right. Um, when I clean up the house, sometimes I put on Phyllis Hyman or I put on like Mary J. Blige and it reminds me of my mom because that was that's what she used to listen to. And so I can sit there and I can be active. But then in my head, like you said, I go to a different place um, because I start thinking about memories. But Mary J. Blige had some good beats I should listen to when I was in the gym too. Oh yeah, I, I love listening to her Mary J. Too, Blige. You know, bumping and all that stuff, you know, get you... Get, get you percolating while you're waiting. So oh, I used to love that song. Me. I used to love that, was that song. She's, but, a, you know, she's really good. I saw her live yeah. too. It's but amazing. you know, the thing is that there are good secular music out there mm -hmm. that is, you know, that is clean mm -hmm. and that you can listen to. Right, but it's it's all depend on the level of the Christian maturity, yeah. in 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 is her growth in the Lord. Do you think we went to a um, we went to baby christening maybe last summer or so or some something for a baby we went to one of our church members' um, houses, and we went in and I was thinking what kind of music they gonna play, uh, because both the pastors were there. Well, no, you were you were there, not the other pastor was there, but a lot of the church members were there. And I was like, they're letting us in their house. We get to see what they act like in real life. And I was thinking to myself, that's my always my first indicator. What kind of music we gonna listen to when we get in there? Y'all gonna play gospel all day? Because I'm be thinking to myself, that was in Long Island. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking to myself, you don't listen to gospel every day. Don't 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 do that for us, right? But play something that won't offend people and that everybody will enjoy. Right, be mindful because you know you have kids there, yeah, right? Right. You know, so and and, um, and that couple was very mindful. I love that couple. You know what? I yeah, tell you what, I enjoyed very, every I minute. enjoy myself they every had, minute, um, right? They introduced me to Christian Afrobeats. Mm, yeah, you should. And my whole like genre has changed. changed. I was completely. like, you mean I could get best of both worlds? <laughs> um, and so I'm like, okay, so you can't have fun at a at a Christian function at a church function I, and listen I, I, to I, good music and I'm still have a key. good time. You're right. It's I don't okay want, for I don't Christians to have good to time in God, to listen to good gospel music and have a good time in, in, in God. Yeah. Right? And then you can play some, you know, some decent secular music where there's no curse, where there's no profanity. 
yeah. and the children so there and it's okay yeah you know it's okay it's not you're not violating your right. your relationship with god mm -hmm. you you still honor your relationship but if there's if there's a curse word now i've been to some places now where some people don't even don't care if the kids are there and the music is just foul <laughs> right ah. and it's just you know i, I would say this I, i'm in my office and um six nine What's his name? The artist here who curse a lot. I don't. I know the six nine part. It's a whole. It's another. But his name song, his there. genre is just. I heard this kid in the car repeating every profanity from this guy car, and the guy who planted should. Well, I don't expect better from them to do it anyway because they no. listen to it and the kids listen to it. That's but, just like when um, artists use the N-word in their songs. Right. And then you hear, we live in New York City, right? So every person that's not black listens to every bit of R&B and hip-hop. And boy, they say the N-word better than we do. You hear me? So the question is then, how do we draw the and demarcation? Like, but then I'm just saying, how can you tell them not to say the N-word when it's in the music that they listen to? Right. You know, right. Say it at home. Don't say it in front of me. Up here, you can say it, but anyway, that's not that's not a subject. That's a whole subject. That's I, gotta, I gotta pants on that as well. But, um, some music is beneficial. Others contain our minds with ungodly thoughts. Right. And that's where we don't want to head into. Um, question: Has your music taste changed since being a parent? Of course, of course. You know, How you so? have to. Because when I'm in the car with my daughters, right? Because their 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 soul and their mind are so impressionable, right? Because when I play certain music, they're gonna think that it's okay, and for them to listen to that type of music. Mm -hmm. And then you know, if I'm saying certain things, you know, in church and in Bible study, we shouldn't do this. And here I am in the church, I'm I'm boogie down and all of seven to all that. They're gonna say, Dad. Don't tell me I can't listen to this music when you're rocking it to it in the car with me. Yeah. So you're being hypocritical. So yes, I'm very mindful. But I just even but your I, taste, even without them, has right. your taste changed as a parent? Oh you yes. Yourself, just listen to different music because you are a parent versus how you were before when you were like single and whatnot. I mean, when I was single, I still like. What kind of music did you listen to when you were single? <laughs> I'm leaving that to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Good, good answer. But good we answer. have evolved. <laughs> I remember when we were dating, um, Beyonce's album. Um, yeah. Her very first album came out when, when she's like standing like this mm -hmm. with the cues. I, lo I love the album. That's when I actually did enjoy her music more well, so music than now. Strange. And I was like, oh, this has the best message for Pedro. Oh, I just want to cater to Pedro. Oh, I just want him to know this and this. And so I, I took it, took the CD and I marked little songs. I was like, I want you to listen to this. This is how I feel about you. And I put it in his bedroom and I came back like maybe a week later. I was like, babe, did you listen to the CD? He was like, no. <laughs> I was like, what the? I'm trying to profess my love to you and tell you how I feel about you. And Beyonce's got it in words. And he didn't listen to it. He was like, I don't yeah. like Beyonce. I don't like Beyonce like that. <laughs> Beyonce, don't come for us, Beehive. I'm just saying. But the point is that, though, even because, even that now, and should Christian listen to Beyonce? You know, that's mm -mm. we ain't even getting there. We don't get there. We ain't get there but, but that's the point. Not, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to point her out. But I'm just using that as uh, an example. For me. I'll say this though. I'm. I'm not like a Beehive fan. I appreciate her music. I appreciate what she's done for music. I remember I did buy the Destiny's Child CDs when I was in high school. No, when I was in college, driving in the in the taking the bus home to Gary, I listened to that. 
Um, and so I've seen the evolution of that and I appreciate what she's done. Um, but a lot of it to me, and I think because my ears have changed, um, I can do without. Oh, yeah, your fade has grown. You know, I, You're mature. I, I must say though, when I work out, that Renaissance album is a banger. Which Renaissance album? The new album that she has. You can run. I can. I can run miles to that. Now be careful. But I have be to, careful with the word because no, it's not I mean, Renaissance. I, I got. I got this. Yeah. I got this. Okay. I'm not. I'm not going that deep into it. Okay. What I'm saying is, I appreciate the musicality of it. That's the kind of listening artist I am. Right. right. I appreciate the musicality, and I use it for motivation. I don't listen to it no more. But when it first came out, you can tell me nothing. But even then, I was like, this is a little too much. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. I mean, but you I, have to figure out how to, way to discern right, it, right? you have to discern it. But when you have someone, a artist like that, that defile the very word of God that we use, that we read and worship. To, just not her. In, just not. Just don't come for me. There's a number, there's a number, there's a number of artists. There's a number of artists But the point is, is that, the point is that there's a demarcation where we have to there's make definitely. a stand. And said, okay, listen, we can't be for God and listen to these type of vulgar music that not only vulgar, but they go against the yeah. principle that we uphold dearly. Which right? is definitely unchristian music, right? It's unchristian music. What do you think about churches ushering in more contemporary music into their praise and worship now? Well, then, uh, um, yeah, I, I have two, two things about that. Okay. You know, one of the things I've heard is that. I love now. I'll be drinking my stuff. I'm almost, <laughs> I'm almost done with my. I'm drinking. Okay. You want to know what we got in our cup now? <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> but I, I've heard it said that you know why is that you have these contemporary Christian when you listen to their music, mm-hmm. uh, worship on TV? Why is you know this no light? It's so dark. Some of uh, it create that to. Well, that's the new contemporary church atmosphere, right? right? But some it say it stays dark the whole time. It's just not during work. Well, so, you know, it's interesting. Let me say this because when I was doing my dissertation on, on the Trinity, and what, part of that was based on the music, mm-hmm. the worship, and in my discoveries that a lot of the contemporary music today has nothing about glorification about Christ. It's all about making you feel good, make you feel in a you call it the world, um, the word I want to use. Um, High, so to speak, excited, but it has nothing to do with the the sensuality of the gospel, right? And that's one of the things. um, That reminds me of the documentary we saw about Hillsong. Hillsong, right? Um, How they, I had no idea that the majority of the music I am obsessed with, I'll say that, was originated out of Hillsong and it was filtered out to other contemporary artists. Mm -hmm. Um, And they really gave a background on that, how it really. They knew exactly how to put the core at a certain time to get the rise out of people, to make people cry and do things like that. And I was just like, wow, that, that all goes into it. Um, that is manipulation. Yeah. That's what we're saying in the documentary. Yeah. This is manipulation. But to get back to your question with the contemporary music, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with contemporary gospel music mm-hmm. unless it is centralized on Christ, right? The word, for example, you remember um, Flame? Mm-hmm. Christian rap. We went to Louisville, Kentucky. We were living that in was Kentucky. our first introduction. That was to our first introduction. And I tell you, Shout this out guy to my here, Devin for yeah, taking Devin, us to go take us concert. there. And I tell you, Flame. When I listen to this guy, man, he's the one who changed Biblically my mindset. Sound. Biblically sound. Right. Who saved my mindset to start listening to gospel music because this guy was a, biblically. He had a face on you, and we were like, "We're going." You were like, "Right." I was very uh, yes. I was very critical about 
Christian gospel music. Mm -hmm. But when I listened to Flame my first time, I said, wow, man. I said, man. We were blown away. I was blown away. Here's a man who rapping on the very scripture that we read. I think, mm -hmm. man, I haven't met any Christian gospel rapper like that before. And this guy just totally changed my trajectory so good. when it comes to gospel music. And I listen so to him a lot. Good. I used that yeah. part of the youth group. You're a big, um, you're a big yeah. gospel rap Yeah, artist. so I listen to him. But the thing is this, nothing wrong with the music mm -hmm. unless it is centralized on Christ. Mm -hmm. You remember, you know, we, we got to realize that there's certain music in the 60s that we cannot use today. It's not going to reach our, our young people, right? Mm -hmm. So we got to use music the different genre of music and how God has provided that and use it in a way to reach the younger people yeah. and for the glorification of Christ. I agree. I think when uh, I loved our choir when we lived in Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, yeah, and I used to be. I mean, I was in the choir. I loved it so much. I really? Can we combine it? I joined the choir, um, and we recorded an album. I keep that's another little unknown fact. But but we, don't, we, don't want to get there, we ain't going to do that. But let me tell you, I mean, I loved it so much. And it was just like, I would find myself waking up singing those songs. And that's why it's so important to understand what you're And I'm glad that you said that. I'm glad that you said that. Because um, what you take in is what you regurgitate out. I thought so, you just said exactly. You um, said. As I'm walking, uh, as I woke up this morning, the first song on my mind was, it was some type of gospel song. Um, because I had that feeling and I was listening to it the day before when I was driving and I had a dinner date, a lunch date yesterday and we were listening to gospel music. So it's all I heard for the past three days was gospel, Christian contemporary music. And so it was easy for me just to spit that back out. Now there's days probably when you're gone out of town or something, we R&B all day. And so we all waking up listening to something. She's going to leave, she's at your R&B. Their radio turns wow. on, it's a no pants party and we be, we be having a good time. Um, but she's very mindful of, of our daughters. But oh yeah, that's why music. I said it's, you know, it's the radio. Mindful. I don't right. listen to anything um, with the e, with the explicit with them here. Right. Um, but but you don't use that with the explicit music. So no, no, make that no. clear as well. Right. Um, but then you know, um, I find myself whatever you listen to usually comes right back out. So you can find yourself repeating Megan Thee Stallion if that's what's the last thing you've heard. Right. And so you have to pay attention to that because it happens and it affects our kids as well. Um, the things that you listen to really, as your quote says, it turns into actions, and those actions turn into your character. And that's why the your character turns right. into your your destiny. destiny, right? You know, so if you have that countenance, that's what you you push out. Well, we're, right? well yeah, we're gonna go to the those um, those four questions we're gonna ask mm -hmm. because it's it's vital that we understand because you said something that was very interesting because. Mm. The more I found myself listening to gospel music and contemporary Christian music, I tell you, there are morning when I get up, I could hear the music on my mind playing. I began to sing it, mm -hmm. right? Sometimes I will wake up under my bed singing certain mm -hmm. gospel music. Mm -hmm. And that's what it means. You got to inundate yourself with the things of God. And right? it's the same thing when you think about your scriptures. If you're reading your Bibles, it's in you. And so it's easy for you to say it and recite it and share it with people when you go and you're facing trials, right? Right, right. Because the Bible said in uh, um, take heed, let me read Mark. I want to say what Jesus said. Okay. Take heed what you hear. With the same measure you use, it will be measured to you. And to you who hear, more will be given. In other words, the more stuff you put in, in the flesh. Mm -hmm. If the flesh like it, it's going to want more. That's true. You know, you're going to have more. It's like, you know, and, and I'm sorry for the example, but, use, but you know, if you never used crack before, 
And no, seriously, like, and your body, you know, is gonna taste use, of it. Let's use marijuana. My marijuana, right? Right. Hopefully, you're oh my god, I just saw. Yeah, I was in a crack is whack. But anyway, that's another subject here. But my point was that the body become the body wants more, mm -hmm. and that's what Jesus said: the more you the feed the flesh, right? the more Make the flesh wanted. want. But when you feed the spirit, now you the spirit, your spirit want it's more right. of God, mm -hmm. right? So, and then the danger is that your thought process now is being Shifts affected and changes right it's being affected mm -hmm. because remember you know you are sinful nature already you're a sinful creature right and the flesh love what the flesh love to do that is what to sin yeah right we gravitate to sinful things right mm -hmm. so you don't want to put yourself in a position where you put yourself in to be tempted yeah because there are a lot of times when you listen to songs and they put you in the mind frame of i should do this or they say go ahead and do this and you're thinking maybe i should Maybe I should do that, right? And, and so you have to really understand what you're entertaining. What you're entertaining, and, yeah. and that's the key. So let's look at these four um, questions that we need to ask ourselves okay. when so, it comes to secular music. Yeah. Or when just history. listening to music, music in theory, general. Right. These are some things that you should consider. Is it good or bad? So number one, are these lyrics causing me to doubt my faith or the reality of God's sovereignty? Mm. Think about it, right? Any music that go against the Christology or the, or the gospel, those are the type of music you're not supposed to be entertaining yeah. in your mind. And it makes you doubt your faith. Like, should I sleep around? Is one man enough? Is one woman enough? Shouldn't I be partying and drinking and smoking? That looks like a better life than doing this. Is that making me recant or probably think that I'm on the wrong side right. of the fun? Right. If you go against the, yeah, it's diametric towards your faith, that is something that you need to stay away from, yeah. right? Because it go against the, the, the foundation and then the teaching of God's word. Right. Number is two, it promoting an ungodly message? Right, it's promoting that. Number two, do the words of this song cause me to dwell upon things of the world that draw me away from God's will for my life? And that is so true, right? Think about it. Most of the song is filled with profanity about sex. You put that stuff in your mind and your brain, you, of course you're going to think about sex. But... You only listen to that when it's the night time, which is the right time. Nah, I mean romance song. <laughs> but you only listen to songs that say F you. Well, that ain't like. No, nah, I mean, yikes. come on. That's, that's, you know. That's deep. No. That's deep. But, the, but the point is that, you know, um, song that cause you to dwell upon things. Of, because, again, you know, you remember, there's two worlds that's colliding. There's a duality that's happening. Yeah. Right? Your definitely. flesh and the spirit is struggle against each other. As, as Paul eloquently stated in Galatians that the flesh rushes against the spirit and the spirit rushes against the flesh. So the more that you feed the flesh, mm -hmm. you're going to weep the things of the flesh. And the more that you feed the spirit, you're going to weep the things of the spirit. So if you feed the flesh, you read the destruction of the flesh. Yeah. Right? So the more corruptible things you put in your mind, you're going to think those things, right? And you'll think that it's okay it because it's okay. that message is out there for right. everyone to consume. Right. Um, I got one. This is follow your your question markers. Am I being a light to others if I look just like them? Wow. And this is where the... Christian maturity. Oh, my God. Repeat that again. Am I being a light to others if I look just like them? Am I being a light to others by looking just like them? And the question is, if that's the like problem them. with a lot of Christian artists in all these days. 
They think because, oh, if we dress like them, do what they're doing, we miss. No, no, no. You have compromised the very principle that you say you're not going to do. I love a good come as you are, though. No, 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 nothing wrong. The Bible said come like as you are. And that's a different argument right there. The Bible said come as you are. Okay. But when you have Christian who trying to dress in certain ways, oh, I'm rich in such and such. You know, no, 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 no. You again you, back to our documentary. Right. What you're thinking? Go right back. Exactly. You're gonna be pulled right into it. If you if if there's and not a, a uh, and especially not a, right a difference between a stark difference between you and them, and you're in the same areas and you're not shining your light. But here's the thing, Here's the thing about them. it. You know, and people need to you know, the audience needs to know the difference because uh -huh. not because you have a gift and you're singing gospel music. That's to say that you were fully mature. Yeah. Right? Because a lot of people think that musicians out there, Christian music, oh, I can sing, I can bring a crowd, and let me go out there and then align myself with such and such. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. It, it's not going to happen. What happens is that in your immaturity, you're going to pull right into it, and you're going to suck right into it, and you think right. that it's okay. Right? Or there's, a, or there's a lot of people who can sing. They were brought up in the church and don't want to sing gospel music. And don't want to sing Christian music, and then you say you're wasting your gift. Um, Which they are. They are, but you know, everybody—that's not everybody's cup of tea. Mm. Uh, that's another subject there. But <laughs> <laughs> number three. Okay. Is this song inspiring negative thoughts or words to make to work their way into my life? And that's what Jesus said: Be careful mm -hmm. what you what you take, take in. in. Mm -hmm. The same measure that you listen to is coming right back out mm -hmm. of you. And that is so true. Mm -hmm. So you, you got to really think about it. Does it worth it to listen to certain type of song that has some profanity? It's, it, it does have an impact, regardless. You know, people say, oh, well, you know, I'm a strong Christian. It not affect me. That's not true. Because you're dealing with spiritual warfare. I think, though, in some people's defense, there's a way that you can turn it off, right? Sometimes there's music that you listen to. And I don't know if this is a good argument. Um, I, mm. I put it way, you know, know those, those I, songs I, I now. Even, I I, you know that um, <laughs> those songs they play for kids now, we call it Wow, and they kind of blot out the certain kids yeah, those songs. Yeah. And you play those songs and they cut out the, the word. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, the kids already know exactly what they're going to say. So, how's that different? So true. Because they rhymes with the other right. words. Right. How's that Because, you know, take it out. The kids know what's going to come. Because that song already is already in them already. Yeah. So, no matter how you. You, you blot it out. It's, I mean, the damage is already done already because these kids are listening to these songs. So your parents said, oh, but my child is not here in the curse world and the profanity. Well, trust me. On the street they are. My daughter, uh, school is right in the corner and there's cars right outside her window playing all the music without the restrictions and they hear it all, right? Right. Even though we don't get it in this household, she still hears it out there. And that's why I said right? to her, right. I and so it's it important up. for us not to reinforce it and that's the reason why we have the duality is because you know what, you're going to hear it anyway. Um, right. Let's not prevent you from hearing it and then you get 20 and your ears are like, oh my God, what is this? Um, but just be mindful that that's what they listen to. That's not what we listen, listen to. to. Right. And that's, right. Like, that's one of the things that we, we, we kind and of bring to our attention. And I probably wish I would have had that when I was younger. Yeah. I didn't have any restrictions on what, well, my mom worked. So I had no restrictions on what I listened right. to. Exactly. Hence listening to Snoop Doggy Dog at 12 years old. Okay. <laughs> um, dog style. We went down with that. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> but as I'm saying, you know, Dr. Dre, all that. 
Um, right. And, and, and that really, for me, that music created the message. It's okay to smoke weed. It's okay to drink. It's okay. You're cool. Listen to the music. Get the vibe. And that was the lesson that I picked up. And I said, well, this can't be wrong because everyone says it's okay. And that's what music does to our younger kids. Right. Um, and even to our adults, let's be honest. Um, they listen to music. It's okay to cheat on my wife because so-and-so said so. Um, it's okay to have more wives than this because this is what the world approves. But we have to be mindful that we can't take the words because they're not they're not god they're not gods listen i think one wife good enough for me because my uh, lord you know i'm talking with one wife yes you are yeah I'm trying to have yes, so I'm yes, you are. I have more wives that's crazy <laughs> but anyway that's <laughs> 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 that's a, but, look, you just but, but one of the things that we all share with our daughters and listen is inevitable in, in, inevitable mm -hmm. that you're not going to listen to these songs that they're going to be they, you, you know it's going to be out there the thing is that you don't have to repeat them and how much you don't have to entertain it I, I, I think that's right. the key yeah having strong finally okay does listen to this music hurt me or other people right think about it yeah. you know and that's what Paul's talking about now if i may use this example paul in corinthian is that if you and i were invited to a house and I'm a strong Christian. I'm going to say, you were a strong Christian. I'm mm -hmm. a young Christian in the faith. Mm -hmm. And you know as a mature Christian that any food that is offered to you, you bless it and sanctify it to God. Mm -hmm. But I am a weak Christian. Mm -hmm. I don't have that knowledge. Mm -hmm. I'm young. And then idol food has been offered to the idol, I think you shouldn't eat it. Well, Paul is saying uh, my wife should be very mindful of my weaknesses mm -hmm. and my weak development, my weak mind, my lack of knowledge, mm -hmm. and be mindful of such of such such a person as myself. Yeah. Right. It does not mean that you know um, it's against it's wrong for her to heed it because the Bible says anything that we bless is sanctified unto the Lord. Right. But if she's mindful of that, mm -hmm. she's going to take that into consideration that I'm very weak in that. In other words, you wouldn't do it yeah. to to weaken my faith yeah. and bring me to a place where I begin to say, so, "Oh." I would say I would say not more so eating because that's really that's well. Really I use that an example. But right. I would say drinking. Drinking. Like if I went out with someone, I remember when I went out with a person, um, we were just kind of getting to know each other, and I invited her out to dinner, and we went out um, to, to a meal, and I asked, I said, "Do you drink?" And she was like, "Do you drink?" And we were just sitting there like staring at each other for like moments at a time um and i didn't know her well enough and i can't i can't remember the story but clearly she was not she was not pleased with me because we never went out <laughs> again um but i did have a beverage i did have a beverage um and i wasn't sloppy or nothing because it was like a sangria you right. know and so i was just like i had to i wanted to ask to be sure and i don't think she got anything to drink but just to say into your to your um <laughs> right right clearly i guess she didn't drink it we didn't go out again child yeah um but i guess to your example you have to be mindful about that um and i think know the people that you're around but does it hurt me or that? Hurt the heart is that going to set you off is that going to trigger you because i don't know your backstory Right. right. Um, or is that going to say, oh, well, she's drinking. Maybe I should be an alcoholic. That's the extreme. Right. Or she's drinking. Maybe I shouldn't follow Christ because she's a so-and-so. Right. And she's drinking. So you have to pay attention. And that's an example I think everybody should be familiar with. 
Um, but it's the same thing with music, right? Be respectful. Yeah, be respectful. There the was key. a there was a time when you would be in the car and you listen to whatever you want to listen to, and then your elders would come in the car. You should turn the music down or turn it off, right? And nowadays, everybody's getting in the car, blasting whatever, and they have no regard for. Well, let me tell you something. Even some old folks listen to some of these songs. It blew my mind. I said, "Oh my god." That's all. I you know what? I like stuff like that. I want to see what you listen to in your car. I like to hear what people listen to in their car when I get in. And you only know that when you get in with them as soon as they get out the car. And as soon as they turn the car on, like some music starts spewing out real loud. They're like, oh, 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 let me turn it down. I'm like, I, I heard that. I knew this was an R&B and hip hop. I know you listen to those type of music. Chop like, and ten, right, right. right. Don't, don't put that cassette tape right, in. Boy, let me rub you down. You know. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> like, who, you, who you rubbing? But the point is, the point is that we're trying to say is that be mindful, mm-hmm. right? Because there are secular music out there that Christians should not be listened to. So the, the question is, should Christians listen to secular music? Yes and no. Yes and no. For the points that we said. If you the feel that you're weak, and if you, you feel like you're not strong enough to take on secular music, then stay in your lane. Right. Know what works for you, right? Um, if you feel like you're a little bit more uh, mature as a Christian and you can balance that, be mindful about what you're but, listening to around other people. But here's people one thing, that's one key sure thing we need to understand. Though, right. And, and I have to say this, though. Um, we didn't touch on it. Okay. But even there are those spiritual songs, out, music out there, that is just diametrically different from the message of the gospel, right? They are out there. So these spiritual songs out there may not have mm-hmm. profanity, but sometimes... They Some of those either. songs, those songs are very ungodly because it brings you into a state of being where you think that you become one with with um, Nirvana. It's right? more glorifying yourself, glorifying yourself, or empowering so, yourself right. versus giving over so, right. to Jesus. Exactly. So there are those songs out there too. Maybe not have profanity. So those are the songs also you have to be aware of mm-hmm. as well. But thank you so much for joining us for this session. Thank you, guys. Uh, I hope you got something out of it. Um, you know where we stand. Yes, uh, yes. I'm going to listen to that um, Snoop Dogg, Doggy Style, after this right here. Don't so, we out. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Where's your cup at? So, from, uh, right from here. everybody from church folks be talking. Um, Snoop Dogg, <laughs> we love you, man. <laughs> no, I do love some snog though. He has some good songs out there. Uh, but, okay, but you know what I said? There are some songs that you only preference. It's, well, anyway, it's up to you. Leave it up to you and your maturity in the Lord. I would say that. That's, that's it. Thank you so much, babe. Right, I think this was a very healthy conversation. I, it. It was healthy. I think there's so much more we can say about there this. Is, there is so much and more. And please leave your comments. Subscribe. Subscribe. And let us know what you think about this subject matter. If something else that we need to continue on this conversation, yeah. please let us know. Share your music story with right. us. Let us know a, a song that really gives you a deep reflection of your journey. And then we can uh, talk about it and next we'll talk time. talk about that, And right? just repeat what you said. Not the name, but... Um, the name of the song, definitely. But yeah, maybe not who you are, and unless you, you are. want us to. So God bless you. Oh. Peace out. Bye. Peace. Peace out. <laughs>